To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your Far From Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, this is our 20th episode. Yay! Hey, Michalo, congratulations. 20 weeks we've been doing this. How about that? Goodness, it's been 20 weeks already? Wow. I know, it's, uh, it's been a fun time. I've really enjoyed putting these together. Uh, I'm looking forward to so many more, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least 100 more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you uh, go. So we have uh, a little bit of a surprise for you on the 20th episode. We are going to do a giveaway. Yay. Yay. <laughs> The crowd goes wild. <laughs> um, Brian has uh, a couple things or has one thing that he uh, wants to enter into a giveaway. Um, and then we also have Kimberly uh, partnering with us uh, who wants to uh, give something else away. So uh, Brian, what you, why, don't, why don't you talk about uh, what you got? Yeah, Mikhailo, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, last weekend was the final weekend of uh, Sorcerers in the Magic Kingdom at Magic Kingdom. And the game is not going to be played anymore, at least in its current form. Um, there's some rumblings that it's possible they might bring some version of it back. But as far as Disney's concerned, this game is now done. And it was a lot of fun. And if you're not familiar with it, there was uh, a lot of trading cards involved. Um, and <clears throat> they did a set of 10 that you had to buy in a booster pack special, and they had uh, 16 party cards that you could also collect that came from either the Halloween party or the Christmas party. Um, so some of those are pretty highly sought after. And with the closing of the game, these cards have become, all of them have become pretty popular and people are wanting to complete their sets or do what they can to get as many as they can. So I happen to have a complete set of the base cards, which were given out at the uh, fire station in the Magic Kingdom, which was the base for the Sorcerer's game. Uh, so I have the complete set and a couple of surprise cards that come from those extra cards that they had put out. Um, so that is one of the parts of the giveaway we'll have. And uh, we'll have Kimberly come on next week and let you know what she was able to pick up at Disney World over the weekend. And I think it's a pretty awesome, 
uh, surprise uh, gift to uh, include in this giveaway. Um, so I'm pretty excited for it. Mikhailo, what does it take for them to win this? So what we want you guys to do is we want you to like on our Facebook. We want you to like the post about episode 20 and we want you to share it. Uh, all you got to do is like the post and then share it and then you'll be entered into the drawing. And it's important that you like and share at the same time. Uh, not one or the other. You have to do both. Mm -hmm. Correct. All right. So I'm pretty excited about this. I, I'm hoping that we get uh, a lot of people involved and it'll be fun to see uh, who this prize goes out to. I mean, there's there's a high possibility it's just going to go to Marcus, but <laughs> <laughs> our our super fan Marcus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited too, and and I I got a sneak peek to see what Kimberly got, and it looks pretty cool. So, uh, you guys should be excited too. Absolutely. So uh, those are our big announcements. Uh, we also, uh, in case it went over your head, we threw in a little news there. Uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is going away. Uh, and that was something I, I always, I actually watched a lot of videos because Tim Tracker liked to do it. Um, and it seemed cool, but it, it, I don't know. It's, it was another one of those things where it was like, dude, I'm, I'm running from attraction to attraction, especially at Magic Kingdom. Uh, so it was another thing that like could potentially slow me down, but it was just so cool to see like the things that you're able to do uh, and uh, how to interact with that game. So it was, it was very cool. And so I'm sad it's going away and I never got to experience it, but at the same time, it just didn't really seem like something that I was going to be doing while I was sprinting through the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had the a chance to play it a couple of times that we've been there and my son absolutely loved it. Um, he's pretty bummed that it has been taken down. Uh, but you would spend maybe 20 minutes in each land in magic kingdom going from portal to portal. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there was four or five portals in each land and you would have to go and defeat the villain in that land. And then you would move on to the next land. And it, you didn't know you could pick where you started, but you don't know where it was going to send you next. So, um, like I said, it would take maybe 20 minutes in each land to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people that were going over the last weekend and trying to get a full game in, which could take all day to do mm -hmm. really, because you would have to go through each land twice just to complete it um, and say that you've beaten Hades. And then that moves you up a level and you have to do it all over again. So mm. um, it was a really fun game. And, you know, if you had, if you have kids that are into video games, they, they really like doing this one. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's a bummer it's gone, but hopefully something will be like, it will come along again. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's always uh, the kind of mindset I have with things leaving Disney is that, they they will come up with something even better most likely so oh yeah definitely yeah so uh today's episode is going to be on the music of disney uh this is something that uh brian and i are both into because we have uh music backgrounds um 
and we've all been in uh, certain organizations uh, that are involved in music. Uh, my family is huge on music. Uh, if you don't know, uh, my sister is on the National Broadway tour Frozen. So that's, I mean, just that right there <laughs> lets you know how musical <laughs> our family is. Um, but this is, this is something that I got into uh, actually pretty early on in my Disney fandom. Um, just the... Uh, the things that I really enjoy about it are kind of like the background music of each area of Disney. Cause I mean, Disney is like fully uh, automated with, with a bunch of different soundtracks and things like things like that, even from like walking from country to country um, music fades out and then new music fades in because of where you are. Uh, and really that's kind of everywhere, uh, everywhere in Disney um, has that kind of like, like background theme happening um that's something that's always amazed me with music is how they have it fading at just the right um just the right levels as you move from one land to the other mm -hmm. and you know especially what i've noticed it the most when you move into pandora and the music and the creatures that you hear in the background and the crickets or whatever you know it's just it's so cool how they're able to do that and it just adds another layer of theming where it's like you could you could walk into somewhere and it could look amazing. But if it's like all you hear is a theme park in the background, then you're really not going to feel as as immersed as you would be if you had this amazing theme happening and all these sounds. Uh, Pandora is probably the best example of this um, with with all the animal sounds and everything. Um It's just so cool how they they completely pull you out of Orlando and put you in. Uh, Pandora uh, with that area. Um, so yeah, the, uh, a couple things that are my favorite um, uh, that I kind of want to touch on. Um, one, and this is going to, that's my, the, the things that I want to talk about are going to be kind of random and weird. Uh, <laughs> that's the best <laughs> way to describe, describe my Disney fandom is random and weird. But <laughs> Um, but one of my favorite things, and I actually used to fall asleep to this, uh, uh, back in the day is, um, the radio broadcast at jungle cruise. There's, if you ever, if you're standing in line in jungle cruise, you'll notice that there's just like this random radio broadcast just going the entire time. Um, and I think it's like an hour long or something like that. Um, but I don't, it's just like that, that little detail that they have an entire radio broadcast happening right there with you. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where like, if you, if you, if you're not tuning into it, like you won't notice it. Uh, but for some reason I thought that was the coolest thing. And so I went home and went online and uh, on YouTube, of course, YouTube has everything. Uh, so I was able to find it and I was able to listen through, through with it. Um, and there's uh, just the theming in general. Uh, with that like there's even theming in that radio broadcast that is applicable to the ride and a lot of what's happening in the queue um so i i always find that really cool um that like and this is a ride that opened way back in the day like this isn't even a ride that's like like newer like like pandora um these were decisions that imagineers were making way back in the day to kind of like really immerse you into rides. Um, 
So I, I, I think that's cool. And that's another one of those things. And this is, there's music in it. I know we're talking about music, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's, uh, there's music in it and it's kind of like old timey. Uh, I think it's like twenties music or something like that. Um, but it's, it's just so cool. And it's just so fitting uh, for, for jungle cruise and everything. Yeah. I, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about too, is the music at the jungle cruise. Um, the, like you said, twenties old time, and it's like old time radio type stuff mm -hmm. that they have on, but then they have the announcer come in every so often and add these little puns at times, which fits in <laughs> with the ride. They add, he adds in these little like shout outs. There's a, like a contest going on, uh, for name, the skippers. uh, is it name the croc contest? I believe that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're gonna win like a one day cruise by yourself, <laughs> yeah. I believe. <laughs> and you know that's one recurring theme without with uh, going through it. But um, you know, a, a while back you had sent me your YouTube playlist of all this different ride audio, and that was one that stuck out to me right away. And yes, it's an hour long uh, <laughs> that you can listen to this music and. I was just cracking up at all the little <laughs> announcer things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I get into all kinds of music. I, I'm big into jazz too. So, you know, hearing this old 20s type music um, that was just kind of up my alley too. It was just so much fun to listen to. Um, and it really gets you into the mood of, of that ride. Mm -hmm. And it's, 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 I don't know. I, then I, I keep thinking about the things that you see in the queue, all the little different puns that they have in there. Um, tigers for sale, I think, is one of the things that they have. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's it's just hilarious stuff. So, yes, uh, I mean that's a great example of the music at Walt Disney World and and the things that they do with it. It really is a big part of your touring and 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 pulling you into the situation that you're in if it rains in the rainforest who cares that's why they call it the rainforest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 some great stuff um and it's it, and again it's just so it's so cool to have that kind of theming uh into just pretty much everything in that ride um so yeah what about you brian well i mean you're hitting hitting all the right things right off the bat um you know going through that playlist you had sent me um some of the things that that i enjoyed was not only is it maybe the ride audio or the cue music or even the um the music loops that they have on main street or the entrance to epcot um what i really enjoy about that is that the background noise is kind of taken away. You know, you don't have the party next to you talking about what ride they're going to next or um, the, I don't know, some of the noises you might hear within a, an attraction that doesn't really fit in with what the music is doing. You can really focus in on what they want you to really hear. Um, so, you know, like listening to the Haunted Mansion, the actual ride audio for Haunted Mansion, versus maybe someone doing a ride through like it's completely different listening to that uh and 
I love doing things like that. Just listening to different things that can take you into the ride and yet it's different. You know, it's like you're getting more out of it. Yeah. And, um, Haunted Mansion is another big example of really great ride music. Um, and that was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that was a Sherman brothers creation, right? Or is that something Haunted Mansion else? was uh, not. Um, Exitensio did the lyrics. Um, I want to say it was George Bruns that did the the actual music. I may have to look that one up as we discuss here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, history guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's another one where it's like, um, and that's like purely ride audio that like I, I love listening to that kind of stuff because it, it really kind of takes you through the whole ride and it makes you feel like you're there um, several times when I've gone to Disney um, there was one time I went um, with a couple friends um, and I actually ended up recording a couple ride throughs just myself just like on my iPhone um, and <laughs> uh, it was I used to listen to those all the time and they were terrible recordings. Like <laughs> they're so bad, but it was just like being able to hear that rod audio and have it transport you back to that time that you rode parts of the Caribbean. Um, that it's just so cool to be able to hear that. Um, and it's kind of a funny story. I was recording. It was, it was actually pirates. Um, and I was with this, uh, I was with this guy who had never been there before. Um, and I hit record. And as soon as I hit record, he was like, does this go fast? <laughs> and so <laughs> the beginning of that recording was this guy being like, does this go fast? <laughs> um, so, so that's, that's kind of a funny story. Uh, but yeah, ride audio and um, kind of looping this back to um, coping away from Disney. Um, I have, uh, I sent Brian just a big long list of uh youtube videos that it's just all ride audio um and so that's that's something i love to do is just sit and listen to um that audio of of disney and there's also um uh, if you're really interested in ride audio and you enjoy uh radio broadcast type things um uh, this is an online radio type thing but it's uh it's called subsonic radio uh, and they have a whole lot of um they have a, a couple different broadcasts that you can listen to. And one of them is like park music. Um, and so you can go in there and they have like a decent assortment of uh, park music. You can't, you can't go in and just listen to whatever you want because it's, uh, it's like a radio show. Um, but it's a, that was one of the places that I first started to look, look at um, when I was getting into ride audio. Um, nowadays, uh, YouTube has pretty much everything. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty easy to find what you want there, but that's still subsonic radio is uh, one of the things that's near and dear to my heart because it's uh, one of the things that I kind of started with, with ride audio. So, yeah. Ride audio is something that I've always wanted to be listening to as well. And so I had started with some of the streaming radio too. I was using Sorcerer Radio or Deep Park Radio um, the, the thing that I liked about Sorcerer Radio is that uh, in the morning and in the evening, they would have someone live um, kind of talking about some of the news of the day and spinning some music, you know, uh, like an old uh, radio DJ would do. And um, 
I, I've always enjoyed the idea of radio where someone's just picking the music for me. Uh, I've found listening to Sorcerer Radio that sometimes I lose interest because I'm hearing the same things. <laughs> um, or it's just not keeping my interest for whatever reason. <laughs> but um, I, I've always enjoyed listening to Sorcerer Radio and they'll mix in just regular music versus ride through music where it's like you, where they just take a microphone into the ride and go through the ride and you kind of hear the, the, you know, all the ride music, but you're hearing the guests that are along the ride too. So um, that was always fun because that's what you experience. That's more like what you've experienced when you're on the ride. And that's the type, type of stuff I'm looking for when I'm listening to this stuff is, I want to remember what it was like. I want to be transported there. I want to stay connected. And Sorcerer Radio did a great job of that for me. Um, so, the uh, you know, another thing that we got, um, this is our trip in 2016. We were in the airport on our way out, and we stopped in the gift shop that's in the airport for Disney. Um, we had lost a, a Stitch plush. And so my uh, mother-in-law was buying another one for my son so that he would still have his souvenir. And um, she found the Walt Disney World official album on mm -hmm. CD. And so we picked that up and we have burned a hole through those CDs <laughs> uh, it, to the point that I am actually thinking of going out and buying another one, which Disney World isn't selling them anymore. I mean, nobody buys CDs, right? <laughs> well, okay, some people do, but not like they used to. Um, but yeah, this thing has scratches in it and it skips at times, but we still listen to the, listen the heck out of that thing <laughs> when we're on road trips. We stick it in the CD player and away we go. Um, it starts... You, it starts with you on Main Street. It gets you uh, into Tiki Room. It gets you into the Haunted Mansion. Kind of takes you through quite a bit of Magic Kingdom, but then it takes you over to Epcot. Pick up um, Journey into Imagination <laughs> and Soarin', and then uh, you know there's a few more. You know the um, soundtrack for the French movie is in there uh, mm. impressions different um, which that's all real good classical music and so then you know then they go over to Hollywood Studios and you get some of the Muppets music or the Star Wars music and then you head over to Animal Kingdom and they've got a few things from there too so um, just you know it's just it's more of the whole song. It's not like ride audio, but you know, like they like to always have a song that they can market with. And that's kind of what that is, is some of that where it's just a pure song that you can sing along to. Um, one of the fun things is on our last trip, the kids were doing trivia poolside on our last day. And they had all these kids there and then my son and daughter were doing it and um, they, I think they had them split up into teams or something and it came down to a tiebreaker. 
And the, the one team my son's on picks my son and the other team my daughter's on picks my daughter to be the ones that have to give the answer. And, um, and I can't remember who won at that point, but one was just a little bit quicker than the other. <laughs> and, um, and they were the ones that were getting all the music trivia correct because we listened to that CD all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Proud Papa moment. Yeah. Right. It was a, uh, yeah. And I wasn't even there for it. I was returning the golf cart that we had rented for the week. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I thought that was pretty cool that my kids have picked up on it a lot too. Um but you know, like you said, music has always been a big part of our lives, both of us. And so I try to keep that going with my family too. So Yeah, and I've definitely seen that uh C D in stores. Um, and I'm pretty sure, uh, if you like, if you go on Spotify, you can actually find that, um, I'll send it to you, Brian, but I'm pretty sure you can find pretty much what that CD was. Um, a lot of all the same, same songs. Um, but yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen it. Um, I've seen it in the parks before and, but I've always been like, oh, I have all these already. Like I'm the stuff that I'm looking for is like super like rare like <laughs> like i want the sounds in tomorrowland like <laughs> like like that's what i'm looking for um paging so, mr morrow exactly morrow <laughs> yeah um so so speaking of tomorrowland uh another big one that uh i definitely want to mention is the the soundtrack of the queue of um space mountain it's just so iconic well for me i don't even know i say iconic and i might just mean because i think it's cool (laughs) um but it's just so there's just something about it it's i love that cue already like that's such a cool cue like just everything going on um with and it's funny like the cue i i i think the cue is sometimes better than the actual ride like I'll go through the queue and then go through the ride like, yeah, and then <laughs> be, be done with the ride. Uh, but there's just, it's so cool. Um, and again, it's just kind of like that nostalgia kicking in where there's not really too much happening. It's a, uh, again, it's, it's a, it's a, it's some good music to fall asleep to. Um, Cause it's all very like twinkly and like, like that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and I, I can already hear it in my head as we're talking about it. Yep. Tomorrowland's always been real popular for myself as well. And that music yeah. always hits home for me. Yeah. So it's, it's just something about, and again, um, something that they do that is cool is there's music for the front half of the queue. And then there's music for the back half, half of the queue. Um, so I, I always thought that was, that was really cool too, that like you kind of walk in and it's a certain way and then you get further into the ride uh, and it all kinds of, kind of changes so um that's one cool thing for me um but yeah it's it's like pretty much all of tomorrowland that that music is all very cool um and you can you can you can find this stuff on youtube um uh brian uh go ahead and put the the link of the um playlist that i've put together uh out and you'll you'll be able to find pretty much everything that we're talking about here um all the way up to, I'm pretty sure they have like background music for Tomorrowland um, in there. So 
it's really cool uh, living in this day and age. Uh, even back when I was a, a Disney fan back in the day, and it was a little harder to find this kind of stuff. Now it's just you type it in in Google, and it it gives it to you. <laughs> yeah, that playlist has is extensive. It's so there's so many videos of music in there that you could listen for days on end to it. Um, I was I was reviewing a little bit. Uh, getting ready for this episode and uh, it just keeps going and going but even the star wars galaxy's edge and uh, music is on there so um, you're really going to be able to catch everything that you want to get from park music within that playlist so yeah definitely we'll get that in the show notes and um, we'll put it into the post that you guys are going to be liking and sharing so that you can uh, get into the contest yeah, and uh, so one more uh, one more area that I wanted, or one more park that I wanted to talk about, um, and it's probably the the richest park when it comes to music, uh, and that's Epcot. Um, a lot of the music in Epcot is just so great, uh, and and a lot of lot because you've got all of the the countries in the back, and so you've got all of these different. Uh, musical scores that are accompanying these countries. Uh, but then, I mean, you've got, I mean, Illumin- Illuminations isn't there anymore, uh, but like Fountain of Nations, um, that's still out there. Um, even the the music as you walk into the park um, is just so cool. And it and it's still kind of, the, the park opened uh, in the 80s. And so it's still the the entrance music still kind of has that like eighties vibe to it. <laughs> um, and they haven't, they haven't really changed it. Um, so, and I'm totally cool with that because uh, for some reason, um, I mean, I know why it's because my, my father has fed me this music all the time, but uh, I just have an ear for the eighties. I, I just love that. Like really bad synth music <laughs> uh, that always kind of pops up um but I, I i love it i i, I love that sound um and so uh that's probably why the the music of epcot really kind of sticks with me uh and it's kind of everywhere um uh, everywhere you go it's all very um very well themed and it's it's kind of like uh especially the front of the park it definitely feels like tomorrowland so it's got that um kind of kind of uh futuristic music vibe to it and if you know me at all um personally you know that that's kind of like the music that i like um so it's it's just all very cool and then soren the music of soren is so good oh my god we could do an yeah. entire episode talking about the music of soren. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know how many times i go and seek out that music just to it, it relaxes me it's just it just kind of mellows me out like Mm -hmm. it's so good and i sing along to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny that that little corner of the park those two rides could put me to sleep soren and living with the land those two rides if i went on them back to back i would fall asleep right there uh because soren uh soren that music is beautiful and then living with the land is just so soothing uh it's i would just i'd be done <laughs> that's how we've done <clears throat> the land pavilion recently was 
we uh, we rope dropped Soren, and then we went right over to Living with the Land. And I have to ride Living with the Land every time I'm there. It's just an awesome. I don't know. I love going through it. You know, we're always pointing out the hidden Mickey's to the kids, or uh, you know, seeing what we can find. And you know, I've got a bug to have a green thumb. I wouldn't say I have a green <laughs> thumb, but I do have an interest in gardening. So just to be able to see what they're doing and what might be something I should could I could try at home, you know, uh, that's always interesting to me. They have a behind the scenes tour when they whenever they get back to doing tours, um, they do a it's called behind the seeds, <laughs> and it's about an hour long. It's a cheap tour to do and and uh, something that I've wanted to do. Um, so one of these day, one of these trips, I'm going to make sure I get that in. Yeah, and and that I it's just living with the land in general. <laughs> Um, so cool. It's like my favorite kind of agitation. Ed, ed, edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> Agitation. Uh, edutainment. Um, that is just so prevalent in, in Epcot. And I hope that um, when they kind of change a lot of this stuff, I hope that um, that same spirit stays the same with a lot of what they're putting in. Yeah, it looks... the concept art that we've seen and and some of the things they've got in that uh i don't know the epcot center i don't know what they're calling it forgive me but you know they've got that cool video with the board in the middle that shows you all the different things that they're working on for the park um it just it looks so cool and i think it's going to be really it's going to really turn epcot into a neat park again uh, so I'm excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think before we finish our conversation on music, though, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Robert and Richard Sherman. The Sherman Bros. There's, I mean, you can't do music and not discuss them. <laughs> They're just too big of a piece of Disney World. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that there are other composers that, Disney worked with, but they kind of wrote the songbook, the Disney mm-hmm. songbook. And you're going to, if you haven't heard of them before, you know their music. Um, their first big gig uh, when they first signed on with Disney was Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. That's their music. That's them. Um, and you go through the parks and you're going to find all these different songs that belong to them. The Enchanted Tiki Room, um, the Carousel of Progress. Uh, they're actually using that song in a commercial right now. Uh, <laughs> yep. A great big, beautiful tomorrow. Um, so that, I mean, what, uh, what am I forgetting? Oh, it's a small world. Mm-hmm. The most recognizable song ever, I think. And and they did that one. They came up with so many recognizable songs. Yeah, and there's there's a really cool documentary on uh, Disney Plus about the Sherman Brothers and about kind of everything that they did. Um, and that is uh, probably one of the most interesting things to watch on Disney Plus. I love all of those little things. Uh, the Imagineers. Um, 
uh, thing on Disney Plus. I love watching that. Uh, and the Sherman Brothers documentary is another one that's just so cool. And it's it's got a lot of uh, theme park history in it as well. Yeah, the the documentary, it's called The Boys. <laughs> and it was, um, you know, it, it's kind of a sad story too, though, because yep. as much as they accomplished, they didn't get along with each other. <laughs> yeah. And so the sons came together um, as they were getting older and tried to get them to reconcile, Mm -hmm. which, spoiler alert, it didn't happen. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, Robert has passed on now. We still have Richard. He's in Mm -hmm. his 90s. Uh, He's still outperforming. He's still out, you know, doing his thing as as lively as ever. And, um, you know, the, the stories he tells about working with Julie Andrews and I heard him tell a story about, um, the story he told about PL Travers and then seeing Saving Mr. Banks later, like it all added up. Mm-hmm. So that movie again is, is another one that really fits well and, you can see the historical significance in it and it, and you can believe a lot of what was said in that movie. Um, it, but the music that they have come up with has got to be some of the most recognizable and singable stuff. Um, there was a story that he told about standing in the middle of the enchanted Tiki room with Walt Disney and going, so what do we got here? And uh, Walt basically saying, you're going to write a song <laughs> <laughs> for these birds to sing. And they're going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that was their first shot at writing theme park music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the composer for Mystic Manor uh, over in Hong Kong, uh, Danny Elfman, who has done a lot of movies that you're aware of he actually did not think of the sherman brothers as much of composers uh because they just did theme park music and (laughs) then he agreed to do the music for mystic manor and realized how much work it was and how difficult it was to build a soundtrack for something like that and that i think that speaks volumes to the work that the sherman brothers did yeah, definitely. Um, and they're, they're just, just so, so iconic. Um, and they're just so Disney and they were like, they were just there with Disney when everything was getting developed. So they're, they're just so, so it's just such classic Disney with them. Yeah. They, they were amazing. Um, just the amount of work they put that they did and, and created, uh, you can't talk about Disney music without talking about mm-hmm. them. Definitely. Well, 20 episodes, Brian, what do you think? Should we, should we keep going or should we just call it quits? I'm having fun, so I'm not quitting. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep doing this. This is good stuff. Me I hope people keep too. listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, as long as there's one person listening, I'll sit here and record with you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, it's been fun. Um, Here's to 20 and here's to a bunch more. Thanks for listening.
Uh, and we'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it.